two, one. Hey everybody, thank you for watching and are listening to episode number 43 of Teddy Bears and Tentacles podcast. I know that it's not 43, but last time I said 42 and it was actually 43, so I'm saying 43 this time. And my name is Quinn. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast. The other host of the podcast, he is a mullet-wearing individual, Skinny Rick. Why did I do that? Yeah, I'm over here. Hey. What's up, dude? I'm fact-checking you, bro. Yeah, dude, we got the... Uh, yeah, dude, it's 44, dude. Yeah, I know. I, that's why I said... I why know is, that, am I all of a sudden taller, or did I just... I don't know, dude. I don't know. Man, I can, like, lean back, maybe. Whoa. Hold All right, it. set up. Also, I'm not getting any. Dude, it's more. your anime hair today. It is. It's I woke making up like your. This. What's going on, dude? Your headroom is like three inches out of the Where thing. are my headphones? Loud. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now that. Uh, That's out of the way. Yeah. Now that we're done with our. Noobing it up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. So we have today, you can see right now in screen, a uh, new addition to the set. This thing uh, was given to me actually on Valentine's Day. And it is a painting of a teddy bear getting tentacled. And that was getting, painted by you know, Kristen Russell. Snatched up. So thank you, Kristen, for the painting. And thank you to my lovely girlfriend, Callie, for giving it to me for Valentine's Day. And uh, I was just lazy for- <laughs> For all these months. You know, five months, but we got it up <laughs> and now it's there. So it's in the studio. We oh, also have, uh, we also, you know, we were talking like Maybe before well. this whole thing happened about merch. We do have uh, a hoodie <laughs> done. Yeah, it's that, been done. Yeah. So we'll post that stuff up soon, and if you guys want to, I mean, we also got some other stuff that I bought a while back too. Yeah, like before that teddy bear. Yeah, sitting right over there behind you. Oh yeah, Linkery. Yeah. Yeah, but we got to figure out how to put him up first. Yeah. So um, today we got a few things that I want to cover, and then afterwards we'll talk about our weeks and stuff like that. I feel like people kind of want to get into the the uh, show and you know the people that'll stick around and listen to how we've been doing you know they just don't care about us <laughs> and so we you know we'll do that yeah, maybe from now on maybe we should start looking at our watch time because it'll tell you how long people will watch and we can look and see what we're saying when they stop watching yeah, it's not that long it's our we already passed it but <laughs> i mean there are people who watch the whole thing though, dude so. can i just say how cool our youtube banner looks yeah it looks pretty cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it does. And, you know, I don't want to take credit for it, but I'm definitely about to because yeah. it was my idea. Yeah. It was Skinny Rick's idea. I just didn't make it. <laughs> Speak of the devil. Hang on a second. Let me. Yeah, dude. In case y'all can't see this thing, I'm going to give you a crappy view of the TV. Maybe a little bit yeah. overexposed. Just go to our YouTube or we can put it on the... Uh, we'll this put camera it. shot is the worst every yeah, I time. I know. There's not a time. Yeah, get off of it. There's not one time where we switch to that and I like it. I know. 
All right. All right. Let's get into the stuff. So we're going to start uh, with last week. These are um, in order of how you sent them to yeah. me. So. If, uh, if you're not somebody who follows uh, the or who has been following the Roger Stone case, um, last week, uh, President Donald Trump uh, used his pardon power to make Roger Stone's sentence a commute instead of having him basically uh, – serve the i want to say it was four years uh in the actual prison itself he had been out for a while because of the COVID stuff they let him go home and i guess he was on house arrest or something now with COVID still being a thing i don't know if a commute means that roger stone gets to stay home uh remain home under house arrest or you know what that you know actually looks like but uh you know, Roger Stone is saying that he is planning on helping Donald Trump with uh, his campaign in some form or fashion hmm. uh, coming up in November. So let's scroll down and we'll read a little bit of this. This looks like a... Yeah. This is a pretty tame picture of Roger Stone. This looks like we might be watching like an old, an old movie. Yeah. You know, maybe there's a few people getting murdered and they're trying to figure yeah. it out. Well, that's him, dude. That's how he he's like he dresses like a like a pimp. You know, I don't know if you've mm. ever seen pictures of him or footage or anything like not that. Really. But he uh, not other uh, than just like this type of stuff. Yeah. So we will let we go to Google real quick. Uh, See if we can Roger Stone one. fashion, and mm. we'll put some pictures of this up if we find anything. So. You know, I mean, you can see some of the stuff. He always wears those black, like uh, oh, circular dude. style glasses. Yes. Yep. Stuff like this. Bro. Um, if you walk into a room looking like this, automatic respect. You have my attention. Yeah. Scroll down some. There's a look. So like right there. Yeah. He's always wearing some. He's always wearing something he yeah. probably shouldn't. Some really crazy fashion. If you what, dude? Yeah. That's a Nixon tattoo on the back. He has a at his house. He has a whole um, a whole like display case with like a Nixon bong and stuff like that. Dude, and the so, tallest hat. Yeah, he you've uh, ever seen. He at nineteen years old was uh, called in to testify for the Watergate scandal. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So he's got an eye patch, but he doesn't need it. Dude, Ro- yeah. If you had. If you don't know who Roger Stone is, there's a documentary on Netflix called uh, Get Me Roger Stone. It is an amazing uh, documentary about this guy who, <laughs> if you don't know about who he was, really, he was just a political operator, served under m- multiple administrations, both Democrat and Republican. Um, you know, he may or may not be responsible for... Uh, a lot of stuff that's happened politically, such as President Bush, uh, not H.W. Bush, but just George Bush, um, him getting elected. And, uh, you know, he's kind of the guy who for years and years had been pressuring Trump to run for office as well. So let's go ahead and go back to the original the thing. We'll put we'll have we'll have had some of those pictures up. So this is Washington Post. Uh, you know, take it as you will. President Trump commuted the sentence of his longtime confidant, Roger Stone, on Friday, using the extensive powers of the presidency to protect a felon and political ally while also lashing out against a years-long probe into Russian interference 
Russia's interference into the 2016 election. The move, which the White House announced in lengthy and pugnacious statement, I've never heard, I've never seen that word. Is, pugnacious? Yeah. Have you heard that word? Oh, I, I mean, I'm homeschooled. I for sure heard that word at one point or another. I don't know. I just don't remember what it means. Yeah. Because I remember hearing it and being like, oh, it's like when you look like a funny looking dog, but that's actually not what it means. Yeah, but let's say that that's what it looks. So let's say it's like, uh, I don't want to say that pugs are the, the ugliest dogs, but let's say hypothetically they were. Okay. So hypothetically. Arguably. If, yeah. So let's say uh, the White House announced in a lengthy and um, very distasteful statement is the latest attempt by Trump to discredit special... I mean, it's that's probably right, though, right? Maybe. Uh, basically, he's trying to you know discredit Mueller's investigation. While the communication was celebrated by Trump's most stalwart supporters, the muted response by Republican lawmakers and Stone's own history as a self-described dirty trickster indicated that the president's decision to interfere with the nation's justice system could be fraught with political risk. So uh, he is, the, basically his crime here is perjury. So um, something oh, yeah, popped dude. up in the Mueller investigation that prompted. It's, 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 uh, I remember. Hang on a second. And I say I remember because yeah. I Googled it. Uh, it's like being eager or quick to argue or fight. So like someone who's ready for a fight, someone who, who's 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 ready to take on a challenge. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I am trying to, um, Callie may have just texted me something important. Um, anyway, we'll keep going here. So uh, Trump has declared himself the president of law and order in recent weeks, used his unique and presidential authority to undermine the infamous finding by a jury that Stone broke the law multiple times by lying to Congress and obstructing justice. So, uh, yeah, basically per perjury, lying to Congress. This guy is a nightmare for lawmakers and for Congress and really for anybody who's sitting in uh, like one of the representative seats or anything like that. He's a political operative. So he's just a guy who politicians hire to, uh, you know, find dirt, on the opposite party, uh, go through laws and um, find loopholes. You know, he uh, he claims credit for the Florida recount by pushing a bunch of Republicans into this mm. uh, vote counting uh, building and, and he... basically uh, demanding them to stop counting. And so. Uh, you know, basically whenever they count these votes, they have a certain amount of time to count them. If they don't count them within that time, those votes used to not get, get counted. So and it was in a count, a mostly like Republican County in Florida. There were some protests and stuff going on outside. There were supposedly some Democrat, uh, some like DNC operatives that went in there and stole some ballots. And Roger Stone says that he, uh, basically started the push into the building for the protesters to hold this place up and stop the votes. So um, this guy is probably a nightmare. Also, though, if you watch this documentary, it's hilarious. He considers he has such a big ego. He's one of the biggest narcissists ever, but it's one of those things where at the end of the documentary, you're like, is this guy a good guy or a bad guy? <laughs> you know, like I, I can't really figure it out. Um, 
Maybe he's know. neither, dude. And of course, he is also a part of. Uh, Maybe he's just a guy. Yeah, an uh, average man. Of course, he's also a part of Black Manafort and Stone. Mm. Um. The the famous lobbying mm. firm mm. that mm. came around during mm. the Reagan administration. So. Yeah, um, I'm trying right now. I'm waiting for her to send me something back. She just sent me, um, Callie just sent me a text that said only releasing names. And I know that Ghislaine uh, Maxwell had another uh, lawsuit hearing, or I, I'm not sure today, and a judge was going to be ruling whether or not uh, to release that information. So Who knows, dude? Give me just a second here. Maybe uh, we got that first scoop for you but also maybe not because yeah, it I, really depends on when you're listening to this three days ago uh, maybe you're listening to it in the past maybe you're listening to it in the future i don't know yeah that's how that works yeah well if uh Oh. oh, I'm going to cut to the bad one. No, no, no. Don't All do right. it yet. Don't I did it. it. Dude, come on, man. I had to. I didn't know what to do. I okay, so I, uh, I mean, I can't find the list right now, but, you know, if you're watching this today and – they do unseal these docs, then you'll probably also be watching a packed podcast tomorrow or the following day. And then we can also probably just put the link in the description once we once we get it figured out. Okay. Well, I think that maybe what she's talking about is that they are uh, they are going to they're they did rule to unle uh, release the the names. The names from Ooh. the Ghislaine Maxwell. So, so if you're not aware, um, and we'll go ahead and do this right now. I mean, we've, we've kind of, yeah, the Roger Stone thing is kind of. So, uh, Skinny Rick and I were talking earlier, and the relevance of this particular, um, these particular documents is that this uh, portion of the case, the time dating as well as when the lawsuit was filed dates back to almost 12 years ago, which uh, puts that date outside of the Trump political uh, landscape. So um, we, there might be some uh, some foolery around the media covering this stuff, but some I- Timothy foolery. Yeah, I'm gonna say Timothy that uh, this portion of documents at least uh, from the Ghislaine Maxwell perspective, this is the most important stuff that we've gotten. It's uh, also a pretty high likelihood at this point that it's going to be uh, a good chunk of time until we can get those the actual Epstein documents from um, from Palm Beach released. Uh, maybe releasing Ghislaine Maxwell stuff will prompt further investigation, and we'll we'll get the Epstein stuff sooner, but. It wouldn't surprise me if we don't see that for a while. So these are, yeah, these are just the most important uh, chunk of documents that we're going to get for, I'd say, the time being. The way that this stuff has kind of moved so far, it's been moving slow. What's up? Oh, okay. You got to look on your face that 
I'm just sorry. I got a I got a text from my dad. I was just confused you know, what he meant. But okay, it's fine. Um, yeah. So more or less, uh, this is an important time. And so a couple, a few little things have been popping up, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell related. I mean, it feels like we're making progress yeah. as far as like actually getting to know some of this information. But it also feels like it's been the slowest thing ever, dude. I mean, just years of, and like I haven't even been but, involved yeah. until really like last year or yeah. whenever it was that we started talking about the it. The reality of it is it's been uh, basically a year. You know, um, it's been around a year since Epstein was arrested. I want to say... What's the death date? August 8th. Let me see. So. August 10th. So it hasn't even been a year since Epstein died. Well, yeah. Uh, and but we're already I, I seeing. Mean, just talking about like. Yeah. It feels like it's been. Talking about like. Dude. Well, I mean, he also was arrested, you know, before that. So like his whole deal has been this kind of like slow crawl. But, you know, who knows? Maybe Glenn Maxwell won't be able to handle it and will kill herself, dude. Which, at that point, I don't know how anyone looks at it and goes, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. At that point, I feel like everyone's going to be like, all right, dude. I think, all right. Okay, so let's be – I want to be clear about this for the people who don't uh, – Who don't know what's Don't happening. know where – I personally stand with this stuff um, as far, and, and I'm gonna explain what this stuff is so that there's no confusion around what um, what I'm talking about. So the deep state, whenever you hear people talk mm. about it, uh, what they are referring to are uh, politicians, corporations, and outside influence that we as a people, we as voters, have no control over, yet this group of people has huge impact on our country, on the world, um, and a lot of times on our political perspective as well. So, you know, deep state stuff is uh, military industrial complex. The amount of money that companies like Lockheed Martin and uh, other uh, large weapons manufacturers uh, get f or the pull that they get from lobbying. Um, and you can see this in the Bush administration after 9-11 with Dick Cheney and the Afghan war uh, that we are uh, more or less still in at this point. Um, although it was 16, uh, 16 out of the 19 hijackers from 9-11 were Saudi nationals. Mm. Um, that's outside influence into our government uh, that we have no control over that uh, at that point um, they are lobbying to get their motives and their intents pushed. Same thing with like the medical industrial co complex, the pharmaceutical industry, um, you know, intelligence community uh, agencies, not the agencies as a whole, but private contractors like some operations within the CIA that are, uh, either covert ops or overt ops that are uh, running different operations within the U.S., which 
um, is not illegal, but the CIA's jurisdiction is supposed to fall outside of the U.S., not within the U.S. So um, NSA, Department of Homeland Security, these different uh, private security contractors and stuff like that, they have huge uh, political influence in our country. And again, because they're private sector, we can't do anything about these guys. You can't vote them out. You can't keep them from putting money in politicians' pockets. Um anything like that. So whenever I'm talking about the deep state, that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. The media also deep state a lot of the time, pushing narratives, trying to get, uh, you know, the majority of people to believe certain things, um, group think. It's kind of spooky, yeah. dude. Cause it's, it's mass like, manipulation. I mean, it's kind of spooky cause it's just like an, really just an advanced form of like old, you know, you look at old world war two right. propaganda stuff. It's like back then like you, we didn't know what was happening over there. Yeah. We see a couple of, you know, inspirational little films and maybe some posters. And we think that, yeah. you know, you know, we think that we carried the war on our back. Yeah. And, and the, that's, yeah. You know. and, and the way that these things are evident is if you look at huge corporations such as Amazon, Amazon owns, Amazon. Uh, Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post, which is uh, a left wing News source. Uh, news source. So you cannot say that these huge private sector corporations don't have political influence in our country. Bill Gates, we've talked about this before, spent $200 million on the ABC newsroom mm -hmm. in uh, Florida. Now, at the time, maybe equipment was less accessible and more expensive, but... Uh, no, I think they just filled the walls with gold, really. That's yeah. what happened. If, if you look at, you know, I don't know, to the layperson that walked into this studio that, that we're in right now, it would look like one of the most technical things ever and a billion dollars. But and really, the reality of it is I saved for six months and bought half of the equipment and your dad had the other half. And so, yeah. you know, for $15,000, you could build this studio, you yeah. know. And I mean, ah. if you have a room, you can... Yeah, you can, no, but like maybe not even... Maybe not even that much, really. Yeah, less than. I mean, that. how much is a, how much is a, microphone? -y? These. Yeah. These are four hundred a piece. Yeah, you could do it for less than. For how much did you say? Like fifteen thousand. Yeah, you could do it for less than that. Yeah, you can probably do it for less than that. You can but do it for less than that. I mean, well, I mean, we're talking about we're talking about computers. We're talking about yeah, yeah. monitors, I mean, all that stuff. That stuff racks up after yeah, a while. Yeah, I guess that's true. I'm thinking about like the cameras and stuff. You know, yeah, like yeah. these cameras yeah. are what. 1200 yeah i'm talking i'm talking about a fully functioning yeah like studio compute yeah. computer to edit from yeah, yeah, yeah. i guess you got to count in like do and we put all some, that stuff. we got some yeah. decorations we've got a thousand dollar flamethrower or a f how much is it five hundred dollar flamethrower i don't know i don't know how much it is why do we have it fun dude it's for me bro it's for me to yeah. snuggle with sometimes so close. Um, I'm gonna just hold it. We say all that to say that uh, you know these private corporations have huge influence. That's what we're talking about. That's what I'm talking about whenever I'm talking about um, deep state. And so, uh, unfortunately, uh, the deep state is filled with a lot of people that take a left wing stance. Same thing with the. Uh, child sex trafficking rings that keep getting uh 
I think you had like five busted last year. All of them had connections to the Clinton Foundation or to different DNC entities. Now, I'm not going to look, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat either. I consider myself a libertarian. I'm anti crazy. I'm anti BS, which that just so happens to be uh, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere right now. And so um, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like child sex trafficking doesn't happen. within members of the Republican Party either. You know, the Franklin cover-up in Nebraska back in the whatever that was, that guy that was running... ages. Yeah, that guy that... Uh, that guy was, you know, trying to be either governor or, or president or something like that, but he was a Republican, and there were a lot of high-level Republicans that were involved uh, in that cover-up as well. So... Um, you know, for Glenn Maxwell and this whole situation, uh, you know, it, if they do it, if they kill her, um, it's the last one they'll ever be able to do, in my opinion. I mean, if, you know, how many of those are they going to get off with? How many Epstein's are they going to get off with before, you know, people are protesting outside of Langley? You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's just a matter of time. So uh, you've got I mean, hundreds, really, potentially yeah. thousands of girls that aren't going to see justice uh, from Epstein directly. And uh, Glenn Maxwell is kind of their last hope for this thing. And she's kind of hanging out and, on the uh, edge. Yeah. I mean, we've said it before. The Epstein thing woke a lot of people up. People are a lot more susceptible uh, to calling out BS whenever you see it in politics and all that. And I'm grateful for it, dude. So a few things that happen around her, you know, you had Trump issue that weird statement, wishing her well this week. Um, Last week we talked about the secret husband, which I still can't find a lot of information on. Um, For some reason, uh, Geraldo Rivera was set, was, Dude, I don't even know what to... So this dude is a journalist that's been around forever. He tweeted something the other day saying uh, she's, you know, like, what? you're not going to offer her bail that, like, she was doing this 25 years ago. It's like, what? You know? I mean... I guess. Think about cancel culture and yeah, how quick dude, everybody it, is willing to throw some someone like in jail over tweeted, something that they did 30, like 40 years ago. She tweeted something. No, and like, we're bringing it up eight years later. Like, that's a little different. Yeah. That's like a, oh, like you said something stupid eight yeah. years ago. Like, maybe we can let it go. Dude, this lady recruited underage girls. Yes. And brought them into these situations where mm-hmm. they. We're doing like sexual stuff with yeah. these old, older, you know, politicians, whatever, yeah. you know, these these powerful people, and it's yeah. just like we're gonna just forget about I'll, that I'll, just because it was a while ago. Yeah. I'll be the I'll I'll go ahead and say it because I haven't officially said it on this. Say it, dude. I, um, dare you. I I fully believe that Glenn Maxwell is Jeffrey Epstein's handler. So now what? Not what we're talking about isn't somebody who got accused of touching some kids 25 yeah, years yeah. ago now we're talking about someone who was someone business yes a person uh from europe whose job whose career is a socialite 
Dude, how, okay. Europe, how European is that? Who is really? a intelligence operative and the handler of the person that everyone considers to be, you know, one of the worst sex traffickers in the history of the world. And so now we're not dealing with yeah. something that happened, potentially happened 25 years ago. Now you're dealing with, you know, a, you know someone who is running a honeypot blackmail operation that failed and her boyfriend ended up having sex with kids for 25, 30 years, <laughs> maybe even longer. I mean, that's what we're dealing with. Yeah. In my opinion, she doesn't deserve bail. She doesn't, de you give her bail, she disappears or she gets killed. Yeah. That's it. Or both. That's all that's going to happen. And here's a good indication of this. Not to say that these things are directly uh, related, but go ahead and pull up uh, the judge that, um, you know, her family, whatever. What are you talking about? S-A-L-A-S, I want to say her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. This? Just, just the this? first. Just hit enter. Okay. Okay, so this is a story of, uh, oh, go ahead and pull up dude. something on something that I can, um, what, what get, you go ahead what and you do the NPR one. Yeah, so uh, the ledge, so this lady, Judge Solace, uh, I'm Esther Solace, I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing her last <laughs> name correctly, but uh, they had a man dressed in a FedEx delivery guy outfit Go to her house, knock on the door. Her son opens the door, shoots and kills her son, and then goes and critically wounds the father. Now, I haven't followed this story for the last day or two, but um, but uh, the the husband at the time was in critical condition. I don't know if he still up. Now, the other thing about the these the, this is where the news fails hardcore and gets people freaked out and manipulates narratives and stuff like that because most people will see a news story like this they click on it and then they go oh that's horrible click off of it okay i've looked at about five of them two out of the five this one right here says that her son was 20 years old two of the five that i looked at said that he was a first grader with no age that's a big deal whenever you're someone who's not into this type of stuff to read that that's a huge that's a difference that's you know what are we talking it about says 20 13, year old right here 13 years difference yeah i know but i i read no two way, other dude. ones no way it's it's more than that i was in third grade by the time i was seven. Third grade is like nine years old so kindergarten you should be five or six. First grade you would be six or seven dang boy i got in there early yeah so let me read this real quick. The alleged killer of the son of New Jersey federal judge may also have been involved in the shooting death of a men's rights attorney in California earlier this month, news reporter said Wednesday. Uh, attorney Mark Angelucci was killed July 11th in San Bernardino County. Just over a week later, a man dressed as a FedEx driver showed up at the home of U.S. District Judge Esther Salas, shot and killed her son, 20 wounded her husband who survived. Authority said the evidence linked to alleged perpetrator in New Jersey shooting Roy Den Hollander with Angelucci's killing as well, according. So this Roy Hollander dude, uh, I looked up him some. So if you can really quickly Google that up. guy's name. Yeah. Uh, this dude, he was an older man, um, very anti-feminist guy. 
uh, sort of a men's rights activist, if that's something that you believe exists. But uh, I mean, I yeah, believe men's rights exist. So let's try and look, scroll down some. So look up uh, like jobs or something like that. And let's see. Go, go ahead and click that the New York Times one. This one? Yeah. Keep on going. I don't know if we're going to be able to look at it. Okay. One of this guy's jobs uh, was uh, some job for a Russian security contractor named like Kroll or something like that. So this dude has had some interesting jobs, but... Uh, you know, just out of coincidence, maybe not. This lady, Esther Salas, the judge, had also just like a week before been assigned to um, a case involving some of Epstein's financials with a Deutsche Bank. And so then the lady ends up, the lady ends up dead, you know, and uh, a few other people have as well. A, a plastic surgeon who had worked on Jeffrey Epstein uh, died, as well as uh, everyone's out here dying. Dude. Somebody else that was handling. When his you say died, as you well. mean like like um, they took a tumble off suicided. the cliff, or like yeah, suicide? Someone did a someone yeah. dressed as a FedEx suicided. person shot him. Two yeah. shots to the head. Yeah, two shots. Pronounced suicide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. suicide. Um, dude, that crap. Uh, I want to do this while we're while we're a, while we're you know my special boy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like one of his distant relatives got got that two shots to the head and they declared it suicide. And they were like, "Wait a second, how do you pull the trigger a second time?" And then the people were like, oh, I don't know. "Special boy, are you talking about the?" Uh, AIDS victim or the opposite of the AIDS victim? I Is it a victim? It's not a, no, it's not the, it's not the, you know, it's not the one that, he lives here still. Okay. He's not right. the one that left me. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> I just wanted to be clear who we're talking about here. Why is that funny? <laughs> it's just, I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah, one of them severely underweight and one of them is, I mean, the other one's not severely overweight. He just, one looks like a, you know, a potential AIDS victim. One doesn't. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how that was. Oh, how was that confusing? I don't know. Okay. I'm just trying to figure it out. All right. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, as you were saying. That was not a gay joke, if that's what you're trying to. Think. I mean, it was a little bit. Yeah. One looks unhealthy. One doesn't look as healthy as the other. Wait, that is not right. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Did you see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. One of them lives here and the other one doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. All right. Just go back to your story. <laughs> We're going to cut all this out. No, what? <laughs> yeah, you do it, dude. Yeah, he, what, my boy, I don't remember the story. He told me it like two years ago, but he was like, yeah, like my uncle or something that was involved in, in a conspiracy. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, like he, they declared him as a, oh, yeah, the camera. Uh, They declared him as like a, it's like a suicide. But but he had two, two shots to the head. And they were like, wait, that doesn't add up because you can't shoot yourself twice. 
yeah. and they were and then the people were like no, i mean i mean maybe you could if you yeah. timed it right if you were quick enough that's where i think that people you know people get the idea for like mediums and stuff like that and psychics like there's just even me no, hearing that story that, it's like dude. i just love to ask that be able to ask that guy like maybe three questions here's the thing you know? i'm never i'm never going to someone else for magic if i'm gonna do something like that i'm doing it myself yeah i know i know what you're saying but you understand what i'm saying to I'm, saying, how somebody ends up saying. like my mom was murdered whenever yeah i was six and i've never I got like closure kind of thing same thing no, with epstein no, no, like no, 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 no. Yeah. if i'm doing a if i'm doing a speak with dead or whatever it's called no. That I'm doing it myself. Okay. Wow. I'm gonna read a few books. Yeah. Go spend a couple months out in like some third world country. Yeah. Eat some mushrooms. Yeah. Dance in the moonlight. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this uh, while we're recording, since so that uh, well, I guess we can't really screen grab, but um, this is how you do a. Uh, this is how you start a deep dive right here. So go to the one that we were just on, the NPR okay. uh, one, and let's look up uh, Mark Angelucci, and let's type in Epstein after ones. M-A-R-C-A-N-G-E-L-U-C-C-I, Epstein. Look, people's already looking it up. Because these people, they want to know, dude. So... Um, Keep going down. Click that one that says July 4th, 2020 on that same Reddit feed that says the red pill attorney killed last night. This? Wait, this. Yeah, click that. Going out. All right, stop. Wait, read this. It's California home. Mark was a high profile lawyer, including uh, incredible men's and father's right advocate and fist warrior. Many knows him as a red pill movie. Keep going down. Oh, so this guy was in a movie. All right. Well, this is how we would start uh, the dive on this stuff. Um, I'm not going to take up too much time trying to find a connection right now but basically you would start by going all right here's this other guy supposedly that this guy killed Trying let's to see, see if, if they know he, yeah. if they've if there's been any other connections well for, the first the, thing that we want to find out murder. yeah what's the motive for the murder uh of esther solace you know this guy was a men's rights activist he was also a big blogger he had talked bad about her making some racial comments uh in one of his blogs Yet, uh, the fact still remains that she was handed this Epstein stuff a few days beforehand. So you don't want to make the connection uh, to figure out that motivation. If this guy is suspected for killing that other guy, uh, the best thing that we can do is try to make a link between Jeffrey Epstein and Mark Ang Angelucci. Not make a link, but find a link. Yeah, I um, that would clear up a, at least a little bit the potential motive for the reason that he had killed uh, Esther Salas. So anyway, uh, that's kind of the stuff that is going on with the Epstein deal right now. I'm going to look one more time while we're still recording and see if names have been dropped.
<clears throat> okay, so nothing still. Um, so the next thing that I want to talk about was, uh, and this is on this is a CNN article. I'm only using this just for uh, the point of the story, not because I'm a CNN or. So scroll down a little bit. This one is titled uh, "U.S. Moves to Shut China's Houston Consulate Draws Questions About Political Mo Motives." And so, what a consulate is is. Uh, you could think of it uh, sort of like a U.S. embassy that you see in other countries. So there's a China, a China one in um, Texas. The U.S. demanded Wednesday that China shut its Houston consulate within 72 hours, trigger Chinese threats of retaliation. The latest escalation between the two nations as Trump administration intensifies its campaign against Beijing in the run-up to November's elections. Deputy Secretary of State Steve Bugin pointed uh, Wednesday to a growing number of disputes between the U.S. and China over Beijing's increasingly hardline and aggressive actions that have led the administration to take action, including closing the consulate in Houston. So uh, you still have all the rights stuff going on in Hong Kong. The yeah. protests have started back up. So, uh, again, if you're not aware what that was over, it was over a man who, um, well, what's up? No, I just, you're talking about the guy who got shot. What guy? Never mind. Keep going. I thought you were saying something else about the Epstein thing. No, about the riots. The oh, no, 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 not riots. Protests. Yeah. I don't know what they were. They were protests. I guess. Yeah. So the, what, what happened to spark? the protests in Hong Kong last year yeah. was uh, a man in, I want to say, Taiwan, uh, which is technically a oh, yeah, uh, a thing of China. It, yeah. It wasn't it like he got taken away and like disappeared or something? Yeah. Well, he killed his girlfriend and then fled to Hong Kong and then yeah. mainland China uh, was trying to set up an extradition treaty so that if you if you were in Hong Kong and you committed a crime in mainland China, they would be able to extradite you to mainland China, which the big difference here is that uh, Hong Kong is a capitalist area yeah. and, uh, and China is communist. Is yeah. not. So, um, yeah. you know, China is obviously known for things like... Communism. Uh, yeah, communist stuff, uh, concentration camps where they try and reprogram Muslims but actually uh, steal their organs and incinerate them. Crazy um, stuff, dude. Yep, stuff like that. Stuff like, uh, you know, trying to, I don't know, extract uh, deadly viruses from animals in laboratories and, and then maybe doing someone... it with poor levels of caution, potentially releasing uh, releasing it into a, um, a portion of the city and blaming it on a wet market they do you know they may or may not do stuff like that stealing intellectual property uh, uh sending us devices that uh are more or less spying on us so uh the reason that the riot started was that uh there was a fear that people that would go from Hong Kong to mainland China to protest uh, would then 
basically just be yanked out of yeah. Hong Kong. And and that's when we had, no. that's what I was talking yeah. about when we had that young man get yeah. shot yeah. by their police. Yeah. And people were getting run over yeah. by motorcycles, things like that. Yeah. I just, that's crazy, dude. I that that is what that is my worst nightmare is living in a place that's like mainland China where yeah. it's like, well, rights. What are, yeah. What's that? And then, oh no, 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 yeah. You do what we say, or you die. And then that's you know, then maybe you know at, you know at eight years old. Maybe you go work in a little factory or something. Get yourself a couple. What do they use? What is it called? Yen? Is that the? Yeah. Get yourself a couple of those things. Put them in your pocket. Go buy some some snacks, and then you you know do it all over again. Do it again the next day. Yeah. I don't know. This is a this is a you know this is a, a freaky kind of thing. You know, our uh, a lot of our CIA stations across the world are in uh u.s embassies and so yeah. the thought of you know and and think about the cia and think about somewhere where let's say we were in a country and they were attempting to make us shut our embassy and leave within three days you think the, the cia is no. not gonna throw together some three-day operation to finish up a couple of tie up a couple of loose ends and this is in texas you know yeah. this consulate thing is in texas so me, i'm not saying that they have intelligence that's at this place but if i was living near that thing right now i would I'd stay inside for a minute yeah or go on a vacation for ever potentially let me ask you what this else? you think they got good food in the consulate where over there? Yeah. I don't know. No, over in Texas. You think they got good food there? I don't know. Why? I just feel like they'd have really good Chinese food. They might. I, I mean, because if you think about it, like when I travel and I'm having to eat food from other places, while it's good, yeah. you know, sometimes I just want a burger. Yeah. Sometimes I just want a greasy. Is Are, are burgers better in other countries? We can know. No. That's why when people are like, America didn't invent anything, I'm like, or like any food, I'm like, yeah, but like, uh, we basically did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, if you made it, but you couldn't make it the best, did you really? Yeah, I agree. It? The Another thing along that same line of thought is we- I, I say in other countries, obviously yeah. I had not tried every burger from every country, yeah. but I can tell you so far, multiple places in Europe, places in Africa. It's good. Yeah. But the best burger I had there was not even close to the best burger I had here. It's the same yeah. thing that I think Delia even said that exact same thing like uh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at one point yeah. about his opener yeah. going to like Amsterdam and getting yeah. a burger and being like, mm, like this is good." Yeah. It's like, "Bro, you are missing the best yeah, burger." Yeah, he like shouted out the burger place in Amsterdam yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Because he had never had a burger or something like that. Yeah. But. Because we got that. We got that Dale sauce over here, bro. They don't have that over there. What's the same thing with like. I I think that we just Americanize a lot of food. Think about this. Think about my favorite food is poke. 
Oh, yeah, dude. Okay, now, let Listen, me ask you uh, this. A Hawaiian dish, whenever we were in Hawaii and you saw me eat it, oh, yeah. what did the dish contain? I mean, it was the same stuff as here, right? Mm. Tuna and rice. That's it. We turn it into a, you know, oh, build your own a, subway. We got a couple of pickles or something. You no, know, build your own subway, like, poke type situation. You know. For sure. Poke bowl. Put some, which is delicious, by the way, but it's Americanized. You know, throw right. some mangoes and some avocado and a couple of whatever's in there. A couple you, of radishes. Yeah. But it, reality, like in uh, over there in Hawaii, like almost all the dishes were pretty simple and made yeah. with the stuff Dude. that they had available, which is not avocados. I mean, it's basically like coconuts, pigs, and Rice fish. And fish. Yeah. Dude, I'm trying to get some more loco moco, dude. Yeah. That so was all right. Good. For those of you who don't know, it's like this big bowl of rice, right? This big old bowl. And then you get some, uh, just a massive freaking hamburger patty. And then you put some gravy on top of that boy. The stoner food. Dude, and 100%. then you get some onions in there. And you get yourself a couple of fried eggs on top. Bro, that stuff. Yeah. I ate the whole thing. It's stone. For food. reference, Dylan and I got the same thing. And I'm pretty sure he didn't finish it. Yeah. And I ate it all yeah like bro it was yeah. the best and i'm not anti-chinetic or whatever you call it do they have a word for that i know that there's anti-semitic for jewish <laughs> <laughs> if there is it's not chinetic yeah but it probably should be you know i'm just saying i would be freaking out let right me now. just let me just clarify that wasn't a fat joke yeah. It was just everywhere we go, Dylan gets so much food. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. if it was a fat joke, it it would have been a a fat. <laughs> it's cool, like dude. It, no, no, no. It would have been very obvious. Because yeah. I only make fat jokes sometimes, and when I do, it's, it's it, they hit hard. You know. <laughs> yeah. so if y'all haven't figured it out yet while i'm vaping i try and get skinny rick skinny rick to Over here. get off of my camera shot but i screwed it up though yeah. oh, but maybe i should just start yeah. doing it too so it's balanced <sighs> yeah so uh yeah that's it for that we'll have more on that as it goes but uh you know for right now we're gonna I mean, what are we we're doing to this? Yeah, so this one, we still don't know the answer to this. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm not going to read a bunch of it. Who hacked Twitter? Um, so from, you know, as you know, there was, I want to say, they came out with some numbers. The numbers sounded like they were probably fake. There was like 130-something verified accounts that were hacked. That's what they said. I feel like it was probably way more than that. All right. Here's the thing. Whoever it is that hacked Twitter, y'all hit me up, okay? Hit me up on Twitter. Just let me know what's up. Yeah. And I'll make a little, like, propaganda video for you. Yeah. For free. So, for no money. 
I guess yeah. you should say. You can do that if you want. Um, I'm pretty sure that they can take as much money as they want from you. So um, how you're going to do it. They hacked Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but getting someone's money is already not that difficult. It's probably yeah. honestly easier to get my money than it is to hack Twitter. That's not the point. Well, I'm not asking for money. I'm saying I'll do it. Not for free, because nothing for free, no. for no money. F from what I understand, uh, yeah, for you will have no money afterwards. <laughs> so no, from whatever. from what I understand, uh, this was actually a... I don't, have, I don't have money anyways. I just have numbers on a screen that represent value. Yeah. That's what yeah. I have. So it's not yeah. that big of a deal, you know. From what I understand, what this was, was a... Uh, it was a John Podesta, Anthony Weiner situation where someone actually sent them a fake, a Twitter employee, a fake password mm. reset, and uh, oh, they fell for it. And that's how this happened, yeah, supposedly. Dude, um, what a clever. Yeah. Which is beautiful, really. What a clever I mean, person. Yeah. I'm not going to say boy because they could be a girl. Who knows? Yeah. Well, they could be a guy could be them dang russians a whole nother breed yeah yeah uh they're more resilient you know yeah dude speaking of russian did i tell you about uh the girl at the gas station the other day no yeah there was a girl at a gas station i was like walking out and uh i you know she was like outside smoking a cigarette or you know something like that mm -hmm. and i like walked into the gas station paid for whatever i was getting and i left and like mm. As I left, I was just like, how's it going? And she was like, it's hot. And like, I looked at her and it was in like a very Middle Eastern accent. I couldn't tell what it was, not Middle Eastern, yeah. mid uh, Eastern Europe. And I was like, I looked at her and she's we she was wearing like some like booty sweatpants and like, you know, a long sleeve shirt kind of thing. And yeah. she was like, she was about my size. And yeah. I was like, you're wearing long sleeves. You know, and she was like, I'm from Russia. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, really? And she was like, yeah, it's, it's cold there. And I was like, okay. And I just left. <laughs> I just Dang, left. Dang, bro. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't yeah, know dude. why she was there or what she was doing, but um, she thought it was hot, man. She was dressed for. Uh, yeah, she, she was she not was dressed for, for this climate. Yeah. I mean, let me tell you right now, I'm trying to wear a hoodie anytime i can wear a hoodie i will be wearing a hoodie that being said it's so hot dude i only brought this because i know we keep it cold in this studio as soon as i leave i'm like i'm wearing flip-flops for the first year of my life dude yeah. 2020 i stopped caring i am always wearing shorts I'm always wearing flip-flops, sometimes not even shoes, really, realistically. Yeah. It's so hot. If I go outside, I just want to go back inside. Yeah, I hear that, dude. It. Uh, we went outside to spray paint something yesterday for a couple <laughs> minutes, and it was, honestly, it was probably about seven minutes, and I was done, dude. It's a, it's a 180 degrees outside. <laughs> However hot it is, outside. before your skin starts melting, yeah. it's... 10 degrees less than that yeah well so what's up dude anything happened this week yeah we're we're talking about them 
them real fans now sticking around to hear about my life. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it, dude. No, I just, I've been busy. I played a little bit of Hunt, uh, getting, you know, that Destiny 2 installed, talking about playing some of that. Um, sucked at Mario Party. Was playing that a game night. Just, I mean, lost so, dude, so bad. Yeah. You think, you think, you know, what it feels like to lose at Mario Party, you don't, dude. Don't. <laughs> Just repeatedly having my money taken from me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing some Hunt. I've been getting real mad because I hate queuing with randos in that game and no one will uh, play it with me. So I've been playing solo against teams. Yeah. Queuing solo into teams of two and sometimes into teams of three lobbies. And I don't really win that often. Um, probably once a session, maybe twice a session, I'll get a win. But I get a lot of kills. Um, it just gets tough when you're a solo. Once you get into that fight, position positioning is everything. Because when you got to when you got two people to worry about or three people to worry about, you know, I can't look everywhere at once. So. This, this, from the second I fire my first shot, I have to be ready to for an uphill battle. So uh, I've been doing that to make myself think more about positioning. So you know, this morning I I couldn't I, I couldn't fall asleep. I woke up at like six thirty or something. Was gonna roll, you know, go back to bed until eight, but I I couldn't fall back to sleep. So I got up and played some, and uh, yeah. I didn't. I won one game, but I that was I queued up with a guy when I did that. Um, but yeah, I was playing and I got to the boss fight first. I was actually the first one there, and saw. I heard the dudes coming up. They didn't know I existed. I waited. I actually shot and missed my first shot. I was really sad because the guy like stopped for a second, and I pulled the trigger and like it was one of those things where I just didn't time it quite right. So he moved and the bullet just went right behind him. And he wound up trying to rush me, and I killed him on the stairs. Uh, it was upstairs. And then his buddy tried to do the same thing, tried to toss a grenade up to get me, but I just ducked behind like a corner. And then when he ran up, I was just right there, dude. Uh. Got him, and then wound up, uh, after a while of this back and forth, like I knew someone else was out there, but I couldn't hear him. So it was like, I know I heard them at one point, but I don't hear them now, and I don't know if they're still here. So I went in and fought the boss, got the boss down to half health. Then I, I heard the guy outside, so I ran, and I was low on health. So I actually ran away, left the boss fight, went to a different area on the map to get supplies, and then came back. And when I was creeping up, I guess the guy heard me or saw me or something because I'm creeping up and... I just hear a gunshot and then I'm dead and I look at the kill view and he hit me through like a window through like up in this weird corner and it just felt bad. But it's, that's it, dude. Just hunt. Really, yeah. It's the only fun type of stuff I've been doing. I, I guess like I, I hung out with a buddy of mine over like Sunday to Tuesday for his birthday. Cool. But yeah. I haven't been doing anything too awesome. Yeah. I guess. I haven't either, dude. I started uh playing a little bit of Warcraft three again. Just 
Doing a slow grind on WoW. Never do. What Warcraft three? Yeah, I didn't say I wasn't gonna play Warcraft three. Oh no, is it Warcraft? Uh, World of Warcraft. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's the one you classic. Said yeah, classic, classic WoW. Yeah, well, I've been playing regular WoW and also yeah. Warcraft three, and it's been fun. You know, you have or haven't played classic. Well, I mean, I played classic for yeah, almost I mean, a year now. of combined time. Yeah. No, no, I don't play it now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't yeah. play. It. We're on the same page. No. <laughs> no way, dude. I'm not doing it, man. I told people, you know, everybody keeps asking me that. It's like, for to do what? Like, I was, you know. To just grind out the same thing I already did. Dude, I was, like, in that, in, like, encapsulated time period, you know, I was the best. Like, I was as good as a combat rogue gets. Yeah. And so, that's it. I yeah. don't, you know. See, so, I've never done that in a game. Yeah. I've never been at the top of the list i've yeah. never reached max anything ever yeah. you i was know? up there for a long time so well you were like uh at the top on mario kart when it first came out right uh yeah when mario kart came out on the switch i was top 12 nationally for the airport um time thing but i mean i guess that counts even that like yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm nowhere near the top now yeah. if I went back and looked. I mean, that was two years ago or whenever it was that it came out. I don't know where I'm at in Warcraft 3 because they haven't did like a rank ladder yet. Yeah. But uh, I only play 1v1 and I only win. Yeah. Or I, I mean, I win. I mean, I win eight out of 10 games. Sure. And, you know, that's the hardest way to play. So whenever I was a, a kid, we played two V2s a lot and stuff like that. And it's easier because you have the potential to like, hey, you make like heavy ground units, I'll make heavy air units and we'll yeah. have our bases covered. Whenever you're doing solo, you know, to upgrade everything correctly, that stuff costs gold. So like final tier of upgrading like melee cost like 300 gold, 225, uh, wood which you know is more than the cost of building another town hall you know yeah. so it's like you can't effectively do it you know in a game like you'll get attacked before you would be able to make 1v1 be able to make like yeah. a good a good like balanced army so yeah i'd be interested to see where i'm at on it because uh do they have a rank smash. system no, they they used to, but they don't have it right okay. now. It's, it is an MMR matchmaking I mean, based game. So I will say it's not that impressive, but for the first time ever in a lot of these games I play, I'm, my KD ratio is actually positive. Yeah. Like uh, career yeah. wise, like <clears throat> uh, overall. And for a while, I was pushing. When Warzone was when I was playing Warzone, I was pushing my way up to like two, because you know it's like it'll do like one point whatever, and then two. And so, like th like this year has been the first year that I actually cleared to make positive and was pushing to almost be, I guess double or whatever. But then you know with for some reason with every update that came out the game was less reliable yeah like on at least for me like i started getting audio issues game issues like crashes randomly and yeah. i tried uninstalling and reinstalling twice 
Um, I tried going through looking up what the issues were that were causing it and all the tutorials were like, oh, it's just this, change this setting, change that yeah. setting and none of it worked. So stop playing. But yeah. I mean, I think I don't even know in Hunt. I'd have to. My KD ratio, I've been, I've thought about making another Apex account just because my KD ratio is so bad from all those games that we played like the first season that we were playing it. From Apex? Yeah. Like my, I mean, it's like 0.4 from, uh, from, but I mean, this. That's the one thing that I think is dumb about, about Apex is that like, why doesn't it set? Or reset with the season. You yeah, know? they do do them season specific, which it's much it's much better. It's like, do they? yeah, mine is. I just like, remember being like, whenever I finally started to get good, it didn't matter because my KD ratio was never going to overcome yeah. the first. Yeah, it's the know. same thing with me. And I mean, you've played with me recently. Like, what we've won like two or three. We won half the games that we we played recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. I don't play a whole lot, but yeah. I want I want to play more, but it just I don't know, dude. Those so. that the 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 majority of the time whenever I play that game now, I end up within the last like 3 uh squads it, and dying yeah. as one of the last two is just one of the most frustrating things ever. Yeah. I this is this is the thing. So Logan and Corbin and everyone are, are doing have been doing CSGO, which is Toxic. Which is Valorant. Yeah. Or Valorant is CSGO. Valorant's not a new game. I'm gonna keep yeah. saying it. They they literally just took CSGO. And a little bit of Overwatch. And so we'll, yeah, yeah, the abilities are weak, dude. Yeah. In that like, game? In Valorant, the yeah. abilities are so weak. Yeah. There's like a handful of characters that are real good and then there's the rest of them are like why do i even have these huh. anyways uh so they're doing a csgo and they have four people now and so if i played as their fifth i think it's five people however many it is basically they need one more person and they're trying to get me to join so that they can play competitive the problem is is that in order for me to actually get to play competitive, I have to get like 10 more wins or something before it'll let me set, like start playing competitive uh-huh. stuff. And I just don't want, like, I don't mind, you know, I want to hang out and have some fun, but I just don't want another game to play. Like that's the same reason a while back I deleted pretty much everything except hunt. Yeah. Cause I really want to get good at the stuff that I'm doing instead of keep adding new stuff. Cause it's like every week there's like a new, they're like, Oh, let's try this game. Oh, let's try that game. And I just, I'm, I, it makes me angry to play this stuff and be so bad at everything to where I'm just like, I don't want to play yeah. every game that comes out. I just want to pick like two or three yeah. and just stick with them. Well, you're doing the right thing as far as like just playing hunt and like so, apex or whatever. Sometimes I mean, that's what I've always done. I've I always mean, had a main I mean, if game I'm, or two. If I'm about to go to bed, I'm playing hunt. Yeah. If I'm, if I, if it's like, I'm about to get in bed, I have 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever I'm playing hunt. Yeah. If I like this morning, if I wake up, Oh, I've got how long before I got to be at work. I'm playing 
I'm going to play some hunt. Like that's the game that I, that I play, you know, but it's a very, you know, it's not a very widely, I guess, liked game. It's like the people who like it really like it, but it's fun. So it's a, it's a, it's a, I will say also, I guess I never brought this up. It's a noob hating game. Like I've never seen in an, in uh, yeah, another yeah. game. Like whenever I first started playing, I would try and queue up in lobby and anybody that was like over level five really yeah. would just leave yeah. immediately. No, that dude, that stuff makes me mad. Cause, cause I'm about to hit prestige three already and i like and and there was like a time for like a few months where i didn't even play any video games you know and so i gotta look at how many hours i put into it but whatever it is like i'm grinding away at it and i get people who are like prestige 12 that are like i'm not queuing with you yeah like yeah but also if you looked at our kd ratio yeah i'll kill you yeah, like it literally, the ranking system, they don't have a ranking system in the sense of like you have like gold, platinum, whatever. Yeah. Their ranking system, it's straight up, and the way I found out is because Corbin and I were looking at our at our sheets side by side. You can view like your friends and stuff, and it, <laughs> I click on Corbin, and it just straight up says in like red letters above his name, is much less skilled. And then I was like, what the heck? And he clicks on mine and it's like, in gold is much more skilled. <laughs> so like, they're just, they don't, you know, yeah. it's a very, very, um, it's not toxic though, really, in the sense of like, I don't get people in there who are saying a bunch of toxic stuff in <clears throat> chat. But I do, dude, in Apex. Do. Oh, no, I just meant Hunt. Yeah. yeah. No, I, most people are actually pretty chill in Hunt. But uh, I mean, that's the same thing. Like, I'll queue up with just about anyone, but I already kind of, I play different when I queue. So like when I play by myself, I'm trying to play for win. Yeah. Like for the win. So I won't necessarily go for every kill and I'll, my loadout will reflect my play style. If I'm queuing up with someone, I've got a class that I like playing with that I've put together. And I mean, I say I've put together, I've seen other people use it. I just, my preferred setup is the Romero 77, uh, Talon. So it's this long, Break barrel, single shot, like shot twelve gauge shotgun with a saw blade on the on the stock. So you get one shot before you have to break the barrel and reload yeah. it. But then in your melee is ooh, mistakes. Your melee is a really heavy melee attack. Well, then I'll pack for my sidearm. It's like a two hundred and seventy five dollar, which is super expensive for hunt. Uh, pistol called the Cadwell or Codwell uh, uppercut, which is a pistol that shoots long, long ammo. So rifle ammo, basically you get, you only get like, uh, I think 15 shots maybe and, or 16 or something. And um, there, so I packed that because that pistol gives me some range and some real like knockdown power. Uh, And that shotgun is the has the tightest choke of any shotgun so i've got the most i i am the most effective in any so like i can up close that shotgun's gonna tear someone up and then even up to like medium to long range i've got a solid you know setup so 
Uh, if I'm queuing with Randa, so I take that. I'm not risking, yeah. you know, I'm not risking them running into a house, getting killed, and me having to go save them. You know, I'm not trying to go in there with anything less than a shotgun. Yeah. But, and it's fun, dude. What I love about Hunt is that it's not just your guns. It's all about the tools you bring and yeah. your consumables, too. It's, it's, you know, that can make or break the game. I've seen people win fights with a flare gun, you know, which is yeah. stupid, but. I mean, it's like sometimes you just, if you can use it right, because a flare gun will catch stuff on fire. Yeah. But it's a flare gun. So, yeah. and not only that, it's a 1800s flare gun. It looks like a tiny little blunderbuss, and you cram this little like fuse in there. And boom. So, it's a fun game, though. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I might have to start trying it out, try it out again. I think. I think you're right though and you're talking about there's there's so many monsters that's part yeah. of why i love it because it it it's a game it's it makes the game slow yeah um because i tried to i mean you can bulldoze your way through that game yeah if you know what you're doing monsters don't matter you can just be as loud as you want get straight to the boss fight fight the fight the boss the problem is is that that game is so punishing when you get hit like when you get shot it's not a good thing yeah you know most of those guns will take you out in two hits one hit if it's a headshot you know and so my biggest advantage when i play is my positioning trying to make sure that no one knows that i even exist until i'm ready to fight and then by then it's like it's kind of too late because now Especially when you have a good spot where you have, where not only can you see them, you can also see pretty much anywhere they would go. Yeah. So I like to get myself into corners, but exterior corners, not into, not only like in a camping in a corner sense, but if I'm on the outside of the building, I like to try to find a spot slightly elevated, maybe not all the way up on like the roof or something, but slightly elevated where I can see this corner of a building so that if they run, I can see them either way. There's really yeah. nowhere for them to go. Yeah. So, but yeah. that stuff's fun, dude. Yeah. Well, dude, we'll be doing some destiny soon. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty pumped about that. that. So, well, yeah, man, you ready to get out of here? Yeah. All right. I reckon. Thank you all again for watching. This is episode 43 of <laughs> Teddy Bears and Tentacles podcast. No. <laughs> if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at TBAT Quinn. And give us some time for that lower third. And you are. Mine is at TB at, at TBAT Skyne Rick. S K I N E R I C K. Follow me on Twitter. That's pretty much it. You know, oh, TikTok too. Yeah. I keep forgetting. TikTok. Yeah. Uh, cool. All right. Yeah. Well, again, thank y'all for watching, and we'll see y'all next time. I'm doing the awkward camera shot. Don't do it. Okay. Yeah. Look, I'm not even in it. <laughs> You're not anymore. I'm doing this every episode as we close, man.